Would you like to become a fascinating personality, break free from plateaus and gain power over your mental resources and your full potential? You came to the right place. Welcome to a magical journey to yourself. This show is made in Germany. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or PureMindMagic.club. Welcome to Season 1, Shaping Your Reality. And here is your host, international magician, speaker, and book author, Victoria Mavis. Thanks for joining me at Pure Mind Magic and December 19th today with my special guest, Christy Whitman, who is a two times New York Times bestselling author. And not long ago, he published a new book that is called Quantum Success, Seven Essential Laws for a Thriving, Joyful and Prosperous Relationship with Work and money. This is our main focus today before she has published a book that is called The Art of Having It All, what I think is really magical. So we will discuss today about how to achieve unimaginable success. So we will tap into manifestation and Christy will explain why we as humans are like a radio tower sending out signals. On her website, you find you are, you and your life are unlimited. So this is our topic today. And before we start the interview, now there is one of the last Christmas gift tips, only a few days until Christmas, but maybe you can manage to still get one depending on where you are. So my tip for today is a very nice pen where you will find again the link in the show notes so you can get it from Amazon because it always leaves a good impression when you are somewhere and you have your own high quality premium pen with you to take notes or to sign paperwork or contracts or whatever. It just gives you another impression and as magician I always have a nice pen, even one with a flashlight with me when I sign my books or do other magic effects where people have to sign something and you know this is just a prop but it just feels good to have a nice pen. So this is the tip for today and I think everyone can use a nice pen. So this would be a great Christmas gift. And now let's dive into today's interview. Here is for you, Christy Whitman. Hi, Christy. Welcome to Pure Mind Magic. Well, thank you so much, Victoria, for having me. It's a great honor to have you on the show today because you inspired me on a really deep level. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So to let all our listeners know who you are, Christy, and what are you doing? 
Oh, oh, that's a big question. (laughs) Um, I am a seeker myself. So I found myself about 21, well, over 20 years ago, seeking um, to understand more of what this life experience is and how to find fulfillment because I didn't feel fulfilled and all the, the success that I was having and all the things that I was doing. And so this really led me on a search for really how to how to be fulfilled, how to feel joyful, how to feel at peace, how to feel satisfied. And I found these seven essential laws and I've been living my life ever since. And about five years into applying them and really living by them, from what I understood at that point, um, I had my first book, Perfect Pictures, that down, literally downloaded through me. And so all of my books now do the same thing. I just had my latest book, Quantum Success, which is what we're going to talk about today. And also the um, last book, The Art of Having It All, uh, both of those books were just a complete channel. It's a complete download. So I like to think of myself as a author, as a speaker, as a teacher for sure, as a healer, and now a channeler. Wow, that is a lot of interesting things. And I already have the feeling that we could talk on on for hours. So (laughs) I have to pick a few topics and we will talk about the law of attraction and manifesting and also how you did this to create all the books and uh, the New York Times bestseller even. So I think this is really a big accomplishment. And I do remember from the last interview where you shared the story that you first expected some major changes, but then nothing really happened in the moment. Your book became a New York Times bestseller. Maybe can you share some insights? Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the things that like most people do, right, we, we project our happiness or success or fulfillment outside of us that when I make this amount of money or when I manifest the guy or when I create the family or when I become a New York Times bestseller, because um, I'd already been an author, I felt like then I would really have made it, you know, that'll totally change my life. And that'll, that'll make me feel accomplished. Right. So, um, I remember doing all the steps and doing all the strategies, everything that I talk about in quantum success, really being aligned with the vision and then taking the forward momentum. And I remember that day came and my literary agent called me and she said, congratulations, you're a New York times bestselling author. And I remember thinking like, Oh my God, it happened. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I, I was at the mall with my two boys and they were like a year and a half and, and, and like almost three years old at the time. And I, I kneeled down to them and I said, mommy's a New York times bestselling author. And they just kind of looked at me like, so what is that? I don't get that, what that means, you know? And that literally was the reaction. And that was the experience. Like from that point forward, it wasn't like the skies open and parted and, you know, the angels came down from the, there wasn't like a parade that went through my house. I mean, there, it, nothing, nothing changed. Um, it gave me a little bit more credibility. Yes. You know, it, it positions me in a different way, but it's like my life at that point, what I had projected or at least expected for it to happen. And, and it, I went through depression after that because it was like, well, wait, that was the end all be all thing. That was the biggest, you know, desire, the biggest manifestation that I had wanted for years and I got it and it came and went and it, it just felt empty. And so as a seeker, I started looking for more, you know, because I was holding the place of feeling like a New York Times bestselling author. That's why I definitely attracted it. 
But I realized there was a deeper thing there for me. I was looking for some sense of fulfillment that I was projecting outside of myself that I thought that becoming that would give me. And it didn't, you know, so a lot of times the goals that we have, the desires that we have, we think that are going to make us feel better when, and the truth is, is that we have to discover what is it that we want in our lives and why do we want it? Because the deeper truth, the energetic piece of it is that, you know, that, that we're, we're, we're literally assigning our energy, we're assigning our happiness, our joy, our fulfillment outside of us instead of really feeling it and knowing that many forms can, can really be attracted from that point. It's not just this one thing, right? Yes, it's so, so true and really interesting. And it's the same with magic because you prepare it all the time. You train it for a magic show, a special illusion or sleight of hand, and then it's two, three seconds and it's gone. It, it's in an instant and that's it. So it's a little bit the same with life as you described it there, becoming the New York Times bestselling author. And uh, Christy, on your website, it says that you're helping people to manifest things. And obviously you are very good at it because you manifested the book, becoming a New York Times bestselling author. So What are your best tips on how to manifest a desire? Well, you know, I, there's, I've written books about it. So, um, you know, the quantum success is a great book and also the art of having it all in order to manifest what you desire. It, the biggest thing is you have to know, you have to get clear on what you want. And a lot of times people just don't know what they want. And so the great, the great point that I always give is that, you know what you don't want. Most people know what we don't want. And so from there, use that as a, a tipping point. Use that as a jumping off point to say, okay, I know I don't want to gain weight. I know I don't want to lose my keys. I know I don't want to get stuck in traffic. I know I don't want to get a divorce or be lonely for the rest of my life or you know, not find the right person or whatever it is. And ask yourself, what is it that I do want? So I always say, ask yourself these three questions. What do I want? Why do I want it? And how do I want to feel? And really getting into the how do I want to feel is important because there's a lot of other avenues, a lot of other forms that can manifest when you're clear on what the essence is. But like me, it has to be this thing. It has to be New York Times bestselling author. That's going to be the thing that gives me credibility. There's no other thing. It was like so laser focused on that when there is a lot of other opportunities and other things that could give me that sense of credibility or you know whatever it is I was looking for at the time. So getting clear is number one, knowing what you want, knowing why you want it and how do you want to feel. And then really getting into that feeling place on a consistent basis because, you know, each one of us, everything in the universe is energy and each one of us is like our own individual energy tower that's sending out a signal all day, every day. And we send out signals. We send out energy by the way we think, the way we feel, our perspectives, what we believe, what we say, what we do. You know, when we're, we're generating, we're energy generators, we're energy, we're generating energy from ourselves all day. And it goes out into the universe as communication and the law of attraction is matching that communication, it's matching that signal. And then it's giving us more of the same. And so it's important to know that if we don't like the out picture, if we don't like what our current reality is, we can take responsibility for it and say, okay, this, this is not what I like. This is a contrast. From this contrast, what do I want? Why do I want it? And how do I want to feel? And then consistently 
create a different vibration that's on a different wavelength. And if you're consistently doing that, then you will see the manifestation. But you also have to take action. We're both physical and metaphysical. And so one of the keys I talk about in quantum success is that really the key to manifesting anything, I don't care if it's a new career, more fulfilling career, more money in the bank, whatever it is that you're desiring, that we have to obviously be consistent and that, and, and we have to align and we have to take momentum. So we have to take action in this physical universe. It's really important because we are physical. And when we combine the two, both the metaphysical work and the physical action, that's when magic happens. Really nice said Christy here. And I'm sure that everyone who has the right frequency is tuned in right now to listen to your exact words to get this wisdom out of it. So your book has the title Quantum Success, Seven Essential Laws for a Thriving, Joyful and Prosperous Relationships with Work and Money. What can the listeners expect as results or transformation by reading your book? Well, you become un to understand yourself as a very powerful creator. And you understand that circumstances and situation and events and people aren't the things that determine what you create, that you could create whatever it is that you want. You can not know in this moment what your purpose is and start aligning with the feeling and the vision of that purpose and then very easily create it. So you really get to become very powerful and understand the creative power that you have, understand who you really are. One of the things I share about in, um, in the book is that, you know, who we know ourselves to be. If you think about it this way, Victoria, like who you know yourself to be, no matter what age you are, if you're a man or a woman, what nationality you are, what country you live in, all of your experiences up to this point, all of your triumphs, all of your missteps, everything, everything that you know your lone life experience to be, no life will ever be like the one you have. No one will ever be like you. The uniqueness of all of your life experience, that's only 4% of who you really are. And the 96% is the non-physical aspect of you. There's so much to connect with and there's so much pure potentiality and the power That, that each one of us are. And so when you can start to understand that and start to feel yourself beyond just your mind, but beyond your heart, beyond the sense of power, power over, power under, and really expand into spiritual truths, it, it, life becomes literally like living back in the Garden of Eden. Seriously, it's like, it's, it's like heaven on earth. That sounds so cool. That is really great. And Talking about the law of attraction and creating that, and because you mentioned it, Christy, that everything is energy, I remember that there was a story with one of your boys who got sick and you had an amazing plan to heal him. How did you do that? Yeah, so um, what you're referring to, obviously, is when my son Maxim, um, who is now eight years old, so he's alive and well and doing great and everything, um, Maxim was um, diagnosed when he was two months of age with a um, 
with a transposition of the great arteries. And so what that means is basically he was hooked up incorrectly and he was having a hard time breathing. And the, the crazy thing is, is that um, this type of, you know, when this kind of thing happens, a lot of times the baby is, you know, operated on if they do detect it within days of being alive. And they have never, ever seen a case with a baby that old because usually babies that have this, um, you know, last for about a week or so. And so here he was, he was two months of age. The doctors had diagnosed him and they basically said, we're, we're going to give it all that we've got, but we've never, no one's ever done this type of surgery on a baby before because they just, there aren't any. And Maxim was just such a true miracle. And um, he, he clearly wanted to be here, but he, and he came out really great. But the thing I did is when I, when we got the news, I turned to my husband and I said to him, there is no other vision that we are going to hold except for that. He is healthy, that he is playing with his older brother who was at 18 months older than him is well, he's no, he's 16 months older than him. he was 18. At the time. And I said, just the fact that we're going to travel and have great experiences together, and I said, there's no other vision. And anybody else that has worry, fear, doubt, any of that, they're not allowed to see him. And it's just us. We have to make sure that we're telling him all the time how healthy he is and how blessed he is and how powerful he is and how strong he is. And so we created just this amazing healing cocoon around him and made sure that the energy that was around him was only positive. And, um, he came out of it brilliantly. He's an eight year old. He's a total smart ass. He's like, I love him. He's, um, just so much fun to be around and he's intelligent and he's smart and just creative. And, you know, it's, it's in a time like that, when a ta family goes into tragedy, when they have a two month old baby in, in, you know, in ICU and ready to get open heart surgery, um, it would be a time for most people to freak out and worry and have fear and everything. But we stayed vigilant on the outcome, the vision that we wanted to have. And I, I know that's part of the reason that he's still here with us today. That is so magical, Christy, and really impressive how you did this. And I'm sure this story really illustrates what is possible when you keep your mind focused and stay in this good energy and in a good mood. So protecting yourself and your family from negative energy from the outside. And also from your personal story, I know that you hit some roadblocks blocks as well as many people do. So there was a time in your life where you were in debt, I think about $60,000 and you were overweight. So what mind shift brought you out of this situation now being a very successful coach and best-selling author? Well, I, I at one point got about $130,000 in debt. So it was, you know, and it was credit card debt. So it definitely didn't feel good. Um, and I've had, you know, other tragedies like my sister committed suicide and I've been through a divorce and a loss of a job. So all of these things, I'm just grateful that in my life experience and all these things that have happened, that I was able to know what I know. And, you know, it, it was really important for me to make sure that I was clear in focusing not on what the problem was or what the contrast was or, you know, the, the way I was feeling, but to process my emotions, to let go of those, that energy that's, you know, so it didn't stay stuck inside of my body and 
really to have my mind get focused on what I wanted the outcome to be because nothing is ever completed. So I wanted to be able to, you know, choose to have a very happy life and to choose, you know, how I was going to perceive and how things were going to land with me. And that's really it. It's always about the choice that we have. So. Amazing how you made all of this happen. So what would you say is your take on the law of attraction? Because there are so many approaches out there and everything, everyone has their own interpretation. But what would you say is some practical advice you could give the listeners to really work with the law of attraction and being conscious of doing it? Well, you know, the thing I like to say is that law of attraction is just there. It's it's always giving us more of what we are asking for. And we ask by the things that we're sending out in our vibration. So I don't really even feel like law of attraction is something we have to work with. I feel like it's just, it's like gravity. You know, it's working all the time, whether we're thinking about it or not. I mean, we're, you and I are not sitting there thinking about, you know, um, not floating out into outer space you know, but our bodies still remain on the chair. So it's, it's working whether we work with it or not. The, the other laws are what's most important, really. It's, it's knowing, it's knowing like the law of deliberate creation, knowing that when a circumstance or a situation happens, for example, if a bill comes in and you feel like, oh my God, I can't afford this. How am I going to pay for this? It's being able to, in that moment, when you're sending out waves of doubt or worry or fear or whatever it is, to stop and say, okay, this is the current situation. My best thinking got me here to create the situation. Think of it as like a really bad hangover, right? And it's like, I, I need to think differently, feel differently, or else I'm going to continue to create more of the same situation. So what do I want? Why do I want it? How do I want to feel? And then start consistently, you know, ask yourself, like, I want to be able to pay my bills on time. I want to be able to have more than enough money. I want to be able to have money in the bank so I can go on vacations. I want to be able to feel free, you know, and then start bringing in that feeling of freedom. And that's going to shift the energy, which will then, if you're consistent, shift the, the, your reality. But the biggest keys are working with the other universal laws because law of attraction to me is like a boomerang. What you send, send out, it comes back. And the biggest key, the biggest law for me is working with the law of sufficiency and abundance, because this is a law for me that makes all of it come together. When, when you can understand that there's a spectrum, like on one side of the pole is lack and on the other side of the spectrum is abundance. Most people are in the space of lack. And the, the best way to understand if you're in lack or abundance is the way you feel. If you feel bad, you're in lack. Lack always feels bad. On any given subject, you could feel great about your relationship. When it comes to money, you feel bad. You're in lack with your relationship with money. So the only way to get out of lack is to get into the literally that, that neutral point, which is the doorway into abundance, which is being satisfied, which is finding the being this, you know, in the place of sufficiency, finding the positive aspects, finding the blessings, finding ways to be appreciative and grateful for what you do have now. And that gets you in a different side of the spectrum so that you're not feeling bad and that you're actually attracting something very different in your life. Makes perfectly sense. And 
I love how you put that there. And I think money is very often a big issue and it's also a big issue in a relationship. So there is definitely a connection. And as you said, so it doesn't help to stay in lack. So do you have some tips for the listeners on how to really change the frequency even more or when you are in a really bad mood to get yourself out of this place? Well, you know, there's many tools and the many things that I do in the book to support people. So like when you get the book, which I'm actually going to offer it to everybody, you know, for free, I ask that you just take care of the shipping. So you can go to quantumsuccessbook.com. And when you get that, you're going to get a fast start guide to help you shift right away. But more importantly is in the book, I have all these different processes that are meditations, guided processes, and you actually get all those with me guiding you through it um, once you get the book. So, but meditation, and some people are like, oh God, meditation, there's that word again. Um, doing guided meditations, which I've been doing for years with clients, it's amazing because guided meditations, when someone can guide you and have you shift energy and move things around, it helps keep the, the mind active, which our minds are always active, but yet you're actually moving energy, which is really a fun process. So, um, you know, getting into some form of meditation where you're disconnecting from the issues or problems is really key. That is great. So I know that so many really successful people meditate on a regular basis. And I know there's also a link in your book, when I remember correctly, to a special meditation you do for the readers. Yes, there's um, meditations that you can go on the website and all the meditations and processes that are in the book are also you can you can listen to on the website. That is amazing. And I think this is really a good starting point to get into a better mood and enhance your frequency. So Christy, you mentioned that there is this magical offer for the listeners to get a book for free. How can they access it? Yes, you can go to quantumsuccessbook.com quantumsuccessbook.com really nice so i will put that in the show notes as well that people can find it really easily by clicking on the link and christy you named this book not think big or don't think small or whatever you named it quantum success what is really big and sounds like a big vision. How did you come up with this title? Well, my business name is called Quantum Success. Like I have my Quantum Success Coaching Academy. I have a Quantum Success Learning Academy. Um, I everything I have my Quantum Success Show, which comes out on every Mondays on my website at christywhitman.com. So for me, um, this book was really about how to create quantum success and, and really capitalizes on what I've been teaching people for years. But quantum to me is really about not just a, you know, let's create success, a linear step-by-step -step approach to success, but really big, exponential, really tapping into a power greater than ourselves. The best way I can describe it, and, and you'll totally understand this and appreciate this, 
is, you know, when you have your computer, right, you have, you have ability to connect with the internet and be able to download anything from the internet and go and learn anything that you want to learn or have access to any knowledge that's on the internet. But when you're not connected to the internet, all you have access to is what is inside your computer. You know, even the emails that you've already downloaded, the files that you have on there. So what I, how I think about quantum success is that when you start to connect with the, with the 96% of who you are, when you really align with that part of you, now you're connected to all that is, all the knowledge, all the pure potentiality, all the possibilities, like connecting with the internet. Us alone by ourselves when we're not aligned, it's like we're connected, we have our computer, we have all the files that are inside our mind, you know, and our, our own little computer here. But it's when we really connect that we can have the fullness, the full experience of who we are in this full life experience. Wow, that is just a perfect picture to <laughs> describe this. I really like it and it makes it so clear uh, what you mean. And Christy, let's touch a little bit about your previous book, The Art of Having It All. So the title here is also really great and I like to perform the art of astonishment but here we have the art of having it all what is pretty magical can you give us a few insights about this book yes yeah, so I to give you an insight about it, I'll tell you how this book came to be um, I was at a publicity summit and I walked up to a woman who was a freelance writer for New York magazine I thought oh my gosh I've got the perfect pitch for her, right? So I came up to her and I said, what do all New York women want? And she said, what? And I said, they want it all. And she said, women can't have it all. They need to choose. They need to get real. They're, we're exhausting ourselves. We're overwhelming ourselves. We, we have to live in this like fairy tale land where we think that we can have it all. We could have our cake and eat it too. And she goes, do you know anybody that has it all? And I said, yeah, I do. And I said, and a lot of my clients do. And, and she goes, she handed me back my sheet and she goes, I don't need this because I don't believe women can have it all. And, and it just, it infuriated me because it's like, why are we arguing for our limitations? Because how do you know what my having it all is? And, and what I write about in the book is I have a girlfriend who feels that she has it all. She's not married. She's with a partner for over 25 years, doesn't have any kids by choice. She has her career. She's really happy and satisfied and content in her life. For her, she has a having it all life. For, for I have other friends who don't work at all. They, they have their kids. They even homeschool their kids. They travel. They go in the Winnebago and travel all over the United States. That, for her, is having it all. For me, having my kids, my husband, having a career, getting to do what I get to do in my career and coach people and help people and heal people, I mean, I can't imagine not doing that. And that for me is having it all. So for anybody to tell anybody that they can't have it all, first of all, not all of us define having it all the same way. We need to look at each different aspect of our lives and say, what would having it all be in my finances, in my career, in my relationships, with my body? What would it just be to absolutely another way of languaging it? What would it be like if I had what I love in all aspects of my life? And the fullness of who we are is really having it all. It's being connected to, like I was talking about, that fullness, that 96% in any given moment in time. So, you know, our, our idea of having it all changes as we do. Changes from decade to decade, changes from person to person. 
But to sit there and say someone can't create the life of their dreams, how do you know what I can create? I don't. I think it's very dangerous to tell people that they can't create what they want when in fact they can because we are powerful human beings. So whatever it is that you feel that you're wanting in your life, because you even have the desire, that means that you have the wherewithal, you have the potentiality to create that. And we all have to know that, understand our creative power and really start to become more practiced in working with the universal laws so we, we can bring it about. Yes, so true. And I totally agree with you. It's really dangerous to tell people that they can't do something. And this explains why you have this claim on your website, you and your life are unlimited. Yes. And I would say that it's a belief. So when you think you can't have A and have B at the same time, it's a belief and you will create as you say, because words are powerful and we are creating as we say it. So there's the famous saying of abracadabra, what means I create as I speak. So mm. what would you say, Christy, what is so powerful about our beliefs and how to change them? Well, you know what? We are always creating from our beliefs because we can't create beyond our beliefs. If we don't believe that we can have something, we're not going to create it. If we believe that our reality is a certain way, We created. I always give the example of years ago before I became a parent. Um, when I first got pregnant, you know, I had people telling me all the time, oh, you're going to get sick all the time now. And I was like, why? You know, and it's like, oh, because kids, you know, they come with germs. And, you know, when you get your kid, your kid's always going to be sick. You're going to always be sick. And I was like, no way. I had my kid. And even though Alex, my, my oldest, really wasn't around other kids, he didn't go to a daycare. He went to a daycare in the gym for an hour, you know, four or five times a week and he would get sick and therefore I would get sick. And it was something that I was living into because it was like a seed that came in. Now, is that true? Is that a reality? Is that a, is that something that, that absolutely happens to every single person? No. And one day I got so mad because my friend who was my trainer at the time, she had her daughter and she had a runny nose and we were about to go on a Disney cruise and I was all healthy. Everybody in the family was healthy. And I was like, oh, if she gets my kid sick. You know, it was like, I was so upset. And then I, and I got sick. So here I was the first day of the Disney cruise. I felt horrible and it dawned on me, wait a minute. I bought into the belief that now that I have kids, I'm going to get sick all the time. And I was, I would get sick every single month. It felt like I would just get over a cold and then I would get another one. And so I was sick all the time and I hated feeling like that and being like that. And I said, why am I giving my power away? Someone, people put that in me that I'm going to get sick all the time because I have kids. And that's just saying, okay, now I'm a victim because I have kids. I have to, I, I'm going to get sick all the time. No. What could I do to make sure that my immune system is so solid that I could be around a bunch of sick kids and not get sick? And that's what I started focusing on. And I don't get sick anymore, knock on wood. But I also take an active role. I get acupuncture every two weeks. I take supplements. I make sure that, you know, when I get on a plane, I'm taking my wipes with me and I wipe my, my area. You know, I do the things that now work for me that, that really help me with my immune system. And I don't get sick, even when my kids or my husband has a cold. So beliefs create everything in our lives. If we think that we're not going to be able to be as successful or have the kind of success or that all the good men are taken, 
you know, there's beliefs out there that after 35, you know, you might as well be single because they're either gay, gay or married, you know, and it's like that belief does not serve you. I remember years ago going into the learning annex in New York City, and I would have women say to me, there are no good single men in New York City. And I'd be like, are you kidding me? It's one of the biggest cities in the world. There's got to be at least one. All you need is one. And then the, the next month I would go and I would, there would be a bunch of men that would be like, there's no single available women. And I'm like, D you should have been in class last month. You know, it's like that they're, 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 our perception and our belief literally attract everything. What we believe out of our perception of our belief, we can't see what we need to see. We can't hear what we need to hear. And that's just the way it goes. Our perceptions create everything. Our beliefs create everything. That is so nice said, and I 100% agree with you, Christy. And it's said that a thought we keep thinking becomes a belief. Would you say, approaching it from another way, that we can really shape reality and change reality around us by thought alone? Uh, it, it's a complex system. So it's not just thought alone. But yes, I will agree that thoughts become um, beliefs because it's a repeated thought that we then have a, um, you know, an evidence of, and then we go, oh, see, that is true. So we get the evidence and then it becomes a solidified belief. But what happens before that we have to remember is that thoughts become, thoughts are from somewhere. So a lot of times, and what I do with my energy work with people is that something happens. We're going along our day. We're feeling happy, joyful, excited, whatever good feeling we're having. And something, boom, we get bushwhacked. We get news. Someone says something to us. Something tragic happened to us. Something happens. It bushwhacks that good feeling energy. And it gets stuck. Our energy gets stuck. And energy does not like to get stuck because it can't stop moving. It can't be destroyed. So it continues to move and move and move and it gets caught in this vortex. So we might feel sad or we might feel disappointed. And now our energy is blocked. And from that block, that's, that block is a vibration. It, cre it, creates a vi it, can, it creates a vibrational vortex. And that's how thoughts are set up. That's how the, our, our thoughts come from the belief. So if you release the energy, if you release the block, you're also releasing the vibration, which gives way to different thoughts. And then the thoughts, of course, create different experiences, which then if we start evidence of that, we then start believing those things. But it's not just thought alone that creates it. I mean, we are a complex machine or a complex system. And one of the biggest vibrations that we give out is our emotions. So if we have a set point of anger and we're trying to think positive all day long, but our vibration of anger is stronger than the vibration of our thoughts, then we're still attracting from the dominant vibration that we hold. So it's not just thoughts. It's also emotions. It's beliefs. It's perspectives. You know, thoughts create it because if you have a thought like, oh, I'm so tired, instead of changing that thought and saying, I'm full of energy and vitality, You know, that thought of, oh, I'm so tired, it's going to pull down your energy. Your, your body phys physiologically is actually going to start to feel tired and even more tired than the thought came with, you know, I'm tired or I'm lonely or, you know, whatever it is. So we have to be careful and mindful about our thoughts because they do lead to our emotions, but our emotions also lead back to our thoughts. So if you can, if you can um, deliberately, like I was talking about law of deliberate creation, deliberately interrupt the cycle of either the ongoing emotion or the ongoing um, thought or belief, then you can make impact in what you change.
very well said. So you're right. We have the thought and it's also the emotion. And we know uh, that emotions is energy in motion. So that's what really keeps things going or brings things into movement and you described it so nice that or what happens to energy when energy gets blocked so this is not the the nature of energy christy what would you say how does our environment act in this equation what happens when we really change our environment Well, when you say in, when you change your environment, do you mean internally or externally? I mean externally in this case. Okay, so are you are you asking like if we are in a space and then we just decide to move somewhere else and get away from where we were, or are you saying we've already done the creative process and then our external reality changes? Which which direction are you going in that question? Like really making this, the decision to move to another place, maybe even to another country, like putting yourself in a complete new environment with new people, probably a new job, new business, just new circumstances around you on an outside basis. Got it. Okay. So what's the good news, bad news, right? The, <laughs> the, I'll do the bad news first. The bad news is, is you take yourself with you. And that's the thing that most people don't understand is that we are attracting everything in our reality. So if we have people that are being honorary to us, that are being rude, that are being disrespectful, critical, judgmental, all that stuff, you are attracting that because there's somewhere in you that's doing that to yourself. That's, that's your dominant vibration or you wouldn't be attracting that. You would be a neutral observant of that. It wouldn't, it wouldn't upset you. It wouldn't you know, fire you up and all would be well. But we take ourselves, that's why we, you know, we can go in and out of relationships and it's like, huh, I keep dating the same man. He's got a different name. He's got a different face, but it's the same pattern because if unless we shift and change inside of ourselves, it doesn't matter if we switch countries, cities, relationships, jobs. If we are not changing and shifting in the inside, we're going to have the same experiences, finding ourselves living into the same. See, this always happens for me. See, I always have a boss that's, you know, critical or see, You know, I always find men that cheat or see, you know, I, I still feel lonely even though I moved to a different country and different city. We have to take responsibility for ourselves, our own emotions, and return back to the fullness of who we are. That's when things change in our outer reality. Now, that's the bad news in a way, but it's also the good news because there's nothing that needs to change. It's us. And we take ourselves with us everywhere we go. And that means that we get to be responsible and we are the ones that can change our thoughts. Nobody else can. We're the ones that can change our emotions. We're the ones that can choose to heal or not. And it's really about making choices, different choices in, in different moments. And that's the great thing is that nothing or nobody has to change. And for us to make the decision to be more empowered, to be more happy, to be more joyful, to be healed. And, um, that, that's the great thing. The other thing is with that is that if you have or are in a very negative, toxic environment and you decide to move to a different country or to move to a different city or anything like that, it is like pushing a reset button. But it's not just the physical movement. You also have to do an internal work. So good news, bad news is it's you that is attracting everything in your reality. And if you want to attract something different, whether you move to a different country, different job, different relationship, if you are shifting inside of yourself, 
and, and really coming from the essence energy that you want to experience, whether it's love, companionship, connections, success, prosperity, abundance, opulence, whatever it is, if you're shifting, your outer reality has to shift. It's law. That's universal law. That's law of attraction. I love how you said that. That is just magical, I have to admit. So Thank for you. everyone who's listening, I highly recommend that you get Christie's book, The Quantum Success. I will leave a link for your free gift in the show notes. And to wrap this great episode up now, Christy, do you have any special essence inspiration for the listeners to leave them for the day? Yes, that each person, each person has the opportunity to live in a place inside of your mind, inside of your body, inside of your heart that actually feels good, that feels expanded, that feels connected. And each one of us has the opportunity in any moment to shift from thoughts of lack into shots, uh, thoughts of, of abundance. And it really is a choice. It's first is just being aware that you're doing it. There's always support, there's coaches, there's mentors, people that can help you, but you have the ability to absolutely change any contrasting situation in your life to what you absolutely love. So nice said. And now the last question, Christy, when some of the listeners are really interested to go down the rabbit hole and make changes from the inside out to get you As a coach, how is this working and where can we send them? You can go to christywetman.com. Just a simple answer. Great. <laughs> <Christy>. <laughs> Thank you so much for being a guest on Pure Mind Magic today, sharing your wisdom and your insights about your great book, Quantum Success, and also the art of having it all. I would love to stay in contact with you and maybe bring you even back to the show. I'd love to. Loved our conversation today. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to Pure Mind Magic and my interview today with Christy Whitman. I'm sure you are all about to get her book Quantum Success to really achieve quantum success. Also remember the last minute Christmas gift tip is the nice pen today. There will be also a link in the show notes directly below this audio file. So check it out. Christmas is coming closer and closer, so we are only a few days away and I'm sharing with you all my favorite interviews this year, meaning tomorrow for you on the show will be Paul Moore. He is really strong in real estate. He was two millions in death and went from there to completely death free, so We will talk about the poverty mindset, also the health wellness mindset. And Paul is an author of two books. One is called The Perfect Investment. So we will, of course, touch on investment in different fields. And Paul also is the co-host of the podcast How to Lose Money. And who doesn't want to do that? I mean, of course, you get the advice the other way around and I had also the honor to be a guest on his show already. 
So this will be a nice interview tomorrow talking about money, mindset, investment. Make sure to tune in. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Pure Mind Magic. You just have to hit one button to follow or subscribe, depending on where you are listening to this show. So you won't miss any of the new episodes that are coming up because you will get directly a notification about it. So until tomorrow, create some magic. <laughs>